Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Celebrate the holidays at Hale Varsity Club with an exciting lineup of holiday-themed events like Ugly Christmas Sweater Karaoke and Holiday Music Bingo, plus happy hour all day on New Year's Eve during college football bowl games. Hale Varsity Club has something for everybody. Stop in this month to try our new menu items like the Nashville Hot Honey Chicken, Crispy Breaded Wings, and the Benning Burger. It's a spicy burger named after Damon Benning. Visit HaleVarsityClub.com for the full event calendar and make a reservation now. Planning your next Disney vacation for the summer? Visit Undercover Tourist, the trusted name in theme park tickets. Get into the park you love for less. Save up to $82 per ticket to the Walt Disney World Resort. With a hotel or a car rental edition, you can save up to 30% off your order. Visit UndercoverTourist.com slash podcast for the lowest prices on all Walt Disney World Resort tickets. Plus, Undercover Tourist offers a 365-day refund guarantee. That's UndercoverTourist.com slash podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Hot Off the Mess, a podcast brought to you by The Dip. I am your host, Samantha Bush, and I want to welcome, first time to the podcast, Morgan Absher. She is the hilarious host of Two Hot Takes, which is so amazing, and I'm all about a hot take here. So everybody, welcome Morgan to the pod. Hi. Hello. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. I'm so excited to have you because... I'm someone like I'm a really big observer. Like I love to like observe relationships, people like so the fact that like you go so deep into I mean, obviously Reddit is like I consider the dark web. (laughs) It's so crazy. How did you like come up with this idea for your podcast? Like tell the people like what is this podcast if they're unfamiliar? Yeah. So two hot takes. You've probably seen it without even knowing it on TikTok. It's kind of those dramatic, am I the asshole for making weird noises when my mother-in-law called at 2 a.m.? So it's all these juicy relationship and like life dramas that people don't have people in their real life to turn to. And so they take it to Reddit and then I find it and I read it on my podcast and talk about it with whoever is on the show with me that week. But I mean, I'm like you, I just like, I don't have that much drama in my life. So I'm like, let me just soak up I know. all I'm this like, stuff. I was listening to like a couple episodes and I'm just like, how do these people like have this in their life? Like I, I'm trying to think I'm like the biggest drama I have going on in my life right now. I can't even, I can't even tell you. My biggest drama is like, I bought skims oh, and okay. I, for this wedding I'm in to like suck everything like oh yeah and that's like the biggest drama I have I'm like will it fit I don't know like that's I'm not taking that to reddit no but I got a I got a better one for you from Amazon and they're magical are they send me the link I will I will send me the link oh they're good they're good they're like 15 bucks Oh, my God. And well, and so I get it. And it's like literally it could fit my cat. And I'm just like, I don't understand how it's going to fit me. But I guess that that's the point. I don't know. It's crazy. So I was stalking your Instagram account. 
as one does. I was talking yeah. to both of them <laughs> because that's just like what we do. And I have so you're in a relationship. I am. Okay. How did you and your boyfriend meet? Justin and I met on Hinge. Classic. <sighs> 2019, we met on Hinge. Um, We're both living in LA at the time, but we both happened to be from Minnesota. And so it was a super weird thing of like, I didn't really respond right away. He was kind of like, oh, I'm just trying to, you know, make friends here. I'm new to LA. And I was like, okay, Okay. fine. Like that got me. So we like arranged to get drinks and I had a bachelorette party. And so I was hungover for three days. There was no getting drinks with this boy. So I ended up canceling on him and I was like, oh, oops, sorry. And I'm, I'm going to Minnesota. So we're going to have to reschedule for a couple of weeks. And he goes, I'm actually going to Minnesota next week. How long are you going to be there? And so our first date was in Minnesota. Are you serious? Yeah. Like, That's so came cute. Full circle. Yeah. So we've been together now three and a half years. And you made it through the pandemic. Look at you guys. Made it through the, made it through the panty. <laughs> yeah. I mean, especially in LA, like that was probably so hard because it was like heavily locked down. You guys like weren't living in Florida where it was like the pandemic wasn't really the people ignored it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was it was intense out here. We couldn't even we were talking about the other day and we're like, do you remember we couldn't even like go outside? Like they closed all the public hiking trails. The beach was closed. The only thing you could do is drive in your car by the beach. That was like our getaway. That's it was a dark time. <laughs> Just like a really dark time. I live in Michigan, so I'm like a Midwestern girly. Yes, I love and, it. And yeah, Midwestern, you know, we just like Midwestern people just like we just are on like some we're on a different level. So that's cute that you guys had your first date in Minnesota. But it you both adorable. live in L.A. Yeah, that's it was so crazy. Cute. I'm like a big I love love like I'm I am obsessed. I'm single and I wanted to get your take on this because I have friends that say I need to get dragged. They're like, you need someone to drag you for what you do. I'm like, oh, boy. So why? I, Okay, am I the asshole? I'm going to ask. Okay. okay. Am I the asshole? And you can tell me I am. It's totally fine. Am I the asshole for ending like a three, four month long like relationship over text? Yeah, you I know might it's be. Bad. I know. But at least you didn't ghost, which it, it could always be worse. That's you kind of just straight up ghosted. It, that's but I guess, to me, that's like so tempting. I'm like, oh, it's just it be also, so much better. It also depends on what they did. Nothing. I just literally just didn't like him. Wasn't and I was just it. like, yeah, I just wasn't feeling it. And I just my friends are like, Sam, you're literally a demon. And I I'm like, <laughs> I, that, I don't know what else there needs to be said, like, because I'm also I hate confrontation. So like, I actually had this conversation with my therapist. I was like, I feel like if I broke up with someone in person, I would end up staying with them forever. Because, like, they would, like, somehow convince me I wouldn't do it. It, like, wouldn't ever happen. So I was like, I'll just do it over text. What about a phone call? Would you be able to, like, never. if you're not face to No? Oh, my God. Maybe FaceTime. <sighs> yeah, I feel like a f- call or, like, FaceTime would be a little bit better. Like, a little it's bit not, more personal. Yeah, not as cold mm-hmm. as a text. But, yeah, yeah, you're not in person. So, like, worst case, if they try to be like, just give me one more shot, you can just click. I would literally be like, okay. Because I just, I, you know, but that's something we're working on. We're a work in progress over here at Hot Off the Mess. Now, what is one of, like, the stories that you've read 
on your podcast that like still sticks with you where you're just like, that is the craziest shit. This person's wrong. What like, tell me. I'm very curious. I don't even know where to begin. Because people do crazy stuff, especially if they're putting it on Reddit. Some of the stories, (laughs) these people should actually be in jail. Like, I think one story that really haunts me is this girl that had a boyfriend and she found out he was putting slugs in her food for months. Slugs? Slugs, like poisoning her food with slugs. And even going so far as like taking one of her pet snails, she had like a pet African something snail, like a fancy ass snail. And it died, or so he said. And when it died, he scooped it out and put it in curry and fed it to her. So that one really haunts me. Um, That's haunting me. Yeah, there's a lot of updates that come out. It turns out he had um, antisocial personality disorder and was like, just needed a lot of help himself. And so- Oh my God. That one was traumatic. Where does one get slugs? He would feed them in their garden. He would put Roth. He was like like, harvesting slugs. Yep. And so a couple months later, she actually found a jar of dead slugs under their sink. So that one was really bad. That just like made my like heart hurt for her. Well, she did develop heart problems from all the slug poisoning too. Yeah. There's people that have- died from this like i'm forgetting what uh country it was or what the context really was but i think it was something about like a prank or a challenge going around in australia and this boy ate a slug and died and so slugs aren't anything to mess around with i see this is so crazy to me that people even have ideas like this like it wouldn't even cross my mind like never and never in life would i be like "Uh, you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna put slugs in someone's food or something like that's absurd and horrific a different level (laughs) it makes me like scared to like date like honestly yeah like it makes me scared because like I just had like a really borderline like traumatic experience with a man recently where I've just never been spoken to like that like it was absolutely crazy and I, I I was like men are so scary like people scare me And then you hear things like this or you watch like Dateline. And like I remember people like women or their husbands or something would like poison them with like windshield wiper fluid and they would like mix it with Gatorade or something. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? Seriously. I know there's well, there's one other story that really sticks out, too. And it's this woman who was dating this guy named Joe and they didn't work out or you know, for some reason he was going to get back together with his ex-girlfriend, Kim. So she ends up finding out a couple of weeks after they break up, she's pregnant with twins. And Joe is like ecstatic. He's like, this is so great. My girlfriend, Kim actually couldn't get pregnant. So we're really excited, blah, blah, blah. And so people were like, it sounds like Joe got you pregnant on purpose. And then this lady, Kim, was going on her Facebook and saying how excited she was to welcome twins via a surrogate. <gasps> and so she was treating this woman like a she was surrogate. just the surrogate. And she was like, these people are going to steal my babies. Or like, there's so many stories. Like you hear all these true crime podcast stories where this woman was pregnant and her best friend killed her for her baby. And yeah. it's like, it, it just was nuts. So that one was probably one of the earlier ones I read, and I'm like still waiting for an update. Oh my God, I'd be refreshing that page every and, day because that's 
so scary. And it's like people hatch these plans and you're just thinking, oh, my God. Oh, my. Oh. I know. There's some heavy ones on the pod. You like that we, is heavy. <laughs> I like, get done. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, how do I go on from this? Like now I'm going to be thinking about this all the time. It sticks with you. It, it really, really does. Is. It really does. And like, how did you come up with this idea? You know what I mean? Like for a podcast where you're like, I'm going to sit and read these people's crazy ass stories and like their lives. I wanted to torture myself, I guess. I don't know. Um, you know, I went to grad school for something totally different than what I'm doing or what I imagined. I went for occupational therapy. Oh, very different. It was so different. So, so different. I ended up like getting my doctorate in that. And, you know, I graduated April 2020. So right as COVID was like really amping up. Yeah. And testing places were closed. I couldn't even take my board exams. I couldn't get a job for a year after, even when I did have my, you know, my licensing. And so I was like in a really dark place. And I was like, oh, I'm obsessed with Reddit. I love these stories. They give me anxiety. They get my, my heart rate up, but yeah, they're pretty entertaining. So if I like them, maybe someone else will, because I can't keep sending them to my friends and harassing them. I mean, I just think it's like such a creative idea because you're right. Like that's kind of how I started like in Bravo and like this whole career, I guess, is like I just was like, I like this stuff. I'm there might be someone else who likes it. If not, I'll just be screaming into the void. And that kind of sounds like what you did. But then it ended up being like this huge success. Yeah, luckily, um, power, power. And you have a great voice. (laughs) Thank you. I'm like, I'm a little stuffy today. So I'm like, my morning voice, too. But. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's been a wild ride, I think. But I think like, kind of like you said, where it's like, you have to be interested in something and passionate about it to talk about it every Mm -hmm. week. And so it's, it's gotta be something you like. Yeah. And people don't understand like how much work podcasts actually are. People are always like, Oh, should I start a podcast? I'm like, yeah, you should. But also it's like a lot of work and like, so you have to talk about something you like, like, or else you'll just, you'll be miserable every single week. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's one thing I don't think a lot of people realize. I had an influencer on my show once and ran into her again after like she started her own podcast and she was like, it's a lot of work. And I was like, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is like to make sure that, I mean, not even from like the technology side of things, cause I'm absolutely clueless but it's just like content wise like making sure that like you're on top of it and I had COVID at the beginning of April and I was down bad girl I was down real bad and I was like I miss podcasting but I couldn't because I didn't have a voice I literally couldn't do it and you know but it kind of like reset everything and I was like okay I'm back like I feel good I feel energized ready to go it did it renewed me (laughs) so I'm really focused on lately just like red flags in relationships and what are red flags and what are green flags, that kind of stuff. So when you first met your boyfriend, Justin, mm-hmm. what were some of the green flags? Because I feel like we always talk about red ones and I want to mm-hmm. focus on the good. One thing I like first date, I always look for is like, how are they treating our server? Are they engaging with the server? Are they making eye contact saying thank you? Like I'm always looking at that um, right off the bat but then like actually getting deeper into it about like things he was doing that I appreciated. Like he was able to be very fluid with me. Like if I was having a bad day and like 
I wasn't myself or I was off. He was very just like accepting of that and like, Hey, don't worry about it. Versus, you know, some guys, if you cancel, they get mad and they react really aggressively. Or if you're having a bad day and you're just like, I'm not, you know, I don't have a lot of time today to talk. We'll chat tomorrow. And they're like, fine, you know, fuck you. Yeah. So I really did appreciate the fact that I canceled on him and was so flaky at the beginning. And he just like bounced back from it because I like that. I, you see so many guys, even just on hinge on like the things where it's like, you know, I'm not available. And they're like, fine. I wasn't that interested in you. Yeah. They like, like cuss blah, 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 you blah, blah. out and you're just like, what is going on? And I, I mean, I remember I dated someone for like three years and one of my biggest things with him that I just really didn't like, that's why I broke up with him, was I feel like a lot of men don't understand that women can feel more than one emotion in one day. Like, oh, I God, can wake yeah. up sad, and by the end of the day, I'm like, wow, that was a great day today. Mm-hmm. So it's like, they don't know how to, like, ebb and flow with emotions and feelings. And that, to me, is like, if a guy is able to do that and able to, like, course correct throughout the day with whatever, you know, if I'm like, hey, like, I'm really not in a mood, like you said, they're like, okay, like, not a big deal. And they just, like, let it go and move on. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's yeah. so important. Completely. Like, the fluidity for me was... a green flag like so so important um but there's so I feel like there's so many that we don't pick up on like just small things where talking about love languages mine is like gift giving and so he would go like he'd go somewhere with a buddy and be like oh I saw this like seashell turtle thing that reminded me of you and like he'd pick that up or just like little surprises here and there like thoughtfulness love love thoughtfulness Love, thoughtful. And speaking of gift giving as a love language, I feel like that one gets like a bad rep. And I I want it. It does. Like people are scared to admit that that's our love language. It's my mom's. And I I try to tell her this. I I try to tell her this. And she's like, no, Sam. I'm like, first of all, you're a Taurus. So it's who you are in nature. But also it's like the little things. It's not like you're asking for like big gifts every day. It's like, oh, I went and I like he said, like, I found this little thing and I thought of you or like, oh, I found that, you know, so I'm like, it's, it's really so not a bad small. thing. It's so it's so small. But it's also is that how you show love is through gifts yeah. or is it? OK, yeah, yeah. Like I small or big, but I think like especially early on, like small little things like I'm not expecting him to go out and buy me a Gucci purse. That'd right. be insane. It'd be nice. It'd be nice. It'd be appreciative. He but got like, there after year two. Oh, but, you know, for right off the bat, you got to start slow. You need yeah. little things. So, um, I mean, even a card or like flowers from Trader Joe's are $7. Maybe the roses are $8.99. They're kind of raising their prices, but yeah. they're cheap, like a flower or, you know, whatever it is, it can be so small. It's, it doesn't have to be this like superficial thing that people I think people interpret it as like superficial they a do. lot of times and I have to remind her like I have to remind my mom I'm like girl it's not that big of a deal like no. I'll get so like I always like try to give her like little things because that's how she shows she loves me like she'll just pick up like a little I don't know something yeah. and be like thought of you and I'm like oh, that's so cute does Literally he socks. Like, socks. Do socks. she's a big actually she's a big sock girl and yep. that is actually what she gives me she gives me the, like those really fuzzy socks yeah yeah so I just think that that's thoughtful. Is he like, what is his love language? Did you guys take the quiz together? We did really drunk one night at a bar. I love that. So I don't really remember, but he's, he's very sensitive. I think that's one thing that like, I'm a Pisces. And so sometimes it's like, if we don't communicate well, it can be our downfall because we're both really sensitive. But yeah, so far it's been like good if we communicate well. What sign is he? 
He is a Leo, but he's August 20th. So he's kind of a cusper. Oh, so he's almost a Virgo. Yeah. And he's, I would say he's more Virgo than Leo. Um, but he's words of affirmation. He's like very touch and he likes the gifts too. Like he's, he doesn't know what to do with them though. He likes them, but he doesn't know what to do with them sometimes. Like his Apple watch broke and he was so sad about it. And so I just like took it and went to the Apple store and I was going to get a new screen. Put a new screen on those bad boys are just as much as a new watch when you don't have Apple Care. So I just got the new watch to surprise him with. And he was just like, like looking at it. Yeah, he was probably so surprised. He was just in shock, but so appreciative. So I love that. I am. I have a friend who took the love language test and she is tied on all of them. That's like impressive. She was like, I'm fucked. Like. There's (laughs) There's <laughs> no way someone's going to meet like every requirement. I'm like, no, girl, they're not. They're not. She's literally she tied on all of them. So I wanted to go over some like red flags that I've seen in pop culture and in relationships that okay. I just really need to discuss. Let's do I it. feel like they're not being talked about enough, in my opinion. OK, so Megan Fox and MGK it just came out that they drink each other's blood. No, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I'm not going to try to understand it. Uh, it. They drink each other's blood during like rituals. I, I need your thoughts. What do you think of that? It's, do you think it's intense? It's very intense. Yeah. There's a lot of psychologists on TikTok that have podcasts everywhere. And I've seen a couple of them break it down and they're like, this is turning into somewhat of a darker relationship. And like, I think one of the things that kind of weirded me out was like the ring where MGK was like, yeah, I put thorns in her ring. So if she takes it off, it hurts her. Yeah. And I'm like, weird. this is turning into a somewhat controlling borderline, like mm, just there's some uncomfortable vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Because at first I thought when they first got together, I was like, they're so hot together. I mean, Megan Fox really carries the looks in that department, I think, in that relationship. Absolutely. Because MGK is like not my type, but I can understand, I think, like where people it doesn't matter. But then, like you said, it did get a little dark because I was really weirded out when he proposed and said that about the thorns and the ring and the hurting her. And I was like this. If that was I always think about this. I'm like, if this was my best friend, if Megan was my best friend and she Mm -hmm. said this guy proposed to me and with thorn with a thorn ring, I'd be like, we got to get you out. What's going on here? Yeah. It's weird. It's, it's very weird. I, I don't know. I don't, and the t- I don't know. Like you know, you don't know what goes on in people's totally. relationships. But like prior to her, like randomly for for me at least, her divorce and like it was so random. Mm-hmm. And so I get keeping your kids very secluded from Hollywood life and very private. But like I feel like all I see of her now is her jaunting all over with MGK and not saying that like. She has to fit a certain role as a mom, but mm-hmm. I'm just kind of confused. Like, like what's that relationship look like, like with her kids? Because I know yeah. he also has a daughter. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how that works. No. And like, I feel like I see his daughter's like older. I think she's 16 or something like a lot older than I think Megan's kids. But you see her on the red carpet with them or going to Disneyland with them. And it's kind of like the three of them bopping around. Mm hmm. So I'm just like, why aren't, like, if you go to Disneyland, wouldn't you want to bring your kiddos? 
Yeah, maybe Brian, me. maybe her ex is like very anti doing that, but I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, like we said, we don't know the inner workings of their relationship, but we are going to speculate. We are going to talk about it. Yeah. They are public figures. Yeah. No. So the blood rituals, it, it's a little bit Billy Bob Thornton, Angelina Jolie, Gary, carrying vials of blood. Yeah. They each carried, other. They paved the way. They did. They really paved the way for MGK and Megan. The next one that I think we are really, I feel like as a society, we're glossing over it. And I, I need to discuss this as well is Pete Davidson getting Kim's name branded on his body. Now, this isn't a tattoo. This is a branding. And I'm like, this is fucking insane. Like, this is not going to end well. I'm sorry. Yeah. I was like, what do you mean? He burned her name. Like, because then she said on Ellen, she was like, he doesn't want it to be able to, like, be covered. Like, if. They break. I mean, if they break up, like he just went. And I'm like, that's fucking ins- like, that's crazy, Kim. Uh, it's so well, after being married to Kanye West, I think anything is going to feel somewhat normal at right. this point. Like, I feel like Kanye true. kind of put her through a lot. And again, we don't know the inner workings of these relationships, but it's like from what you do see, you can imagine that it's tumultuous branding is weird because I was like oh a tattoo that's fine like you can laser it off it's yeah it's not that big of a commitment these days but a brand is a scar right like and you're that's what he taking, said yeah and it's not like it's painful like you're taking a hot iron and you have to hold it on the skin to singe mm-hmm. and create like a second degree burn like what the heck Pete? it just like and Pete to me, seems someone that like really jumps in all in right away. Like him yeah. and Ariana Grande got engaged within like a month or something crazy. Like maybe it was several fast. weeks. It was so fast. And I was a fucking idiot. And I was like, they're going to last forever. I, I really was one of those people. I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, they're meant to be. And like, so <laughs> stupid. Like they lasted three months max. And so I'm just like, maybe this is the real thing. But I feel like he's kind of just in that happy phase where everything is really great. But I'm like, a branding is next level. A branding is kind of scary to me. It is scary. I think relationships that come on like hot and fast like that, it almost to me is like, it feels a little love bombish. Totally. Where it's not the usual love bomb. Like, oh, I love you right off the bat. You're my soulmate. You're my person. Like it's, it's not the standard love bomb. But it almost feels like that. It's like this intense, extravagant, over-the-top gesture to prove your undying love. So, yeah, I guess you could say this is love bombing, which is a huge red flag. Yeah. Um. So have you ever been love bombed? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Isn't it weird when it's happening to you? Or yeah, like after like, it happens, you're like, oh, my what God. What's that? Like, it's, <laughs> it is insane. And like mm-hmm. when you get love bombed that hard you don't even realize until like you're almost out of it or like something really happens to take your, you know, rose colored glasses off. But I mean, I let this man, like he had a whole nother girlfriend while he was dating me. And like, I took him back after cause he love bombed me so hard at the beginning. And I'm like, you're, it's fine. I know you love me. I was just, I was a hot mess. I know. I mean, hi, you're talking to a hot mess over here. <laughs> I was love bombed and it was like, I kind of felt it when it was happening to me because when people are like all in like that quickly, I get a little freaked out because I'm like, you don't even know me. Like, yeah, you don't know who I am. Like, you're kind of scaring me. 
but so he was like really, really intense. And he was like showing me houses. I knew him for seven days. He was showing me oh houses. My God. And I was like, that seems really odd, you know? And then all of a sudden it was like, it switched. Like he was the opposite. It was crazy. And afterwards I was like, I think I was just love bombed. I think that that's just what happened to me. So a house it was after nuts. a week? I literally knew him for seven days. And he was like showing me a house. First of all, it was hideous. And I let that be known. I said, that's, I'm not living there. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> you know, my friend got love bombed and I, and you, okay. When a friend is getting love bombed, you feel like the biggest, or at least I do. I feel like the biggest asshole in the world even asking. I'm like, do you think you're being love bombed? Because it's like, maybe they really just are soulmates yeah. and totally in love. And like, you're the person bursting the bubble or attempting. So it's like, you kind of have to tread lightly. You do. It's very complicated. You do. And what's ugh, what's so hard about friends, it's like, obviously we want the best for our friends. And so when you see them in relationships like that, or like even toxic ones that are way worse than love bombing, and it doesn't matter what we say, like, it's kind of one of those things, like people have to find out the hard way. Yeah. But I, I've been in that situation where like one of my friends, her love language is like gift giving as well. And so she was dating this guy who, um, would, you know, offer to take her on trips or like they were long distance. So it's like, rather than paying for you to come here or me to go there, why don't we just go on a trip together? And so it was like a dream come true. But then yeah. I was kind of, I was kind of in the boat where it's like, okay, this is kind of getting to a point now where it's like, do you, do you think maybe you're being love bombed? Like, is yeah. this like, where's the stability here? But it's, it's hard. It's a, you're stuck between a rock and a hard place. It is. And like, I have a friend who was dating someone and or she still is dating him. And at the beginning, like, you know, he's he's so nice and so like into her. And she's like, I feel so like, am I jaded? Because I'm thinking like, oh, he's just love bombing me. And he ended up not love bombing her. He just really, really liked her. And yeah. that's just how people get treated when they're really liked. But it's like, we got to be careful in these streets. It's, uh, it's dicey out there. I think even when I started dating Justin, I kind of went through that where I'm like, is this... Is this yeah. how normal relationships go? Is this what it feels like to be respected, treated nicely mm-hmm. from someone? <laughs> yeah. Oh my it's God. crazy. It's crazy. All right, you guys, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back to talk about more relationships, green flags, red flags, all the flags. The best food in the world isn't on your typical delivery apps. It's right down the street in your very own neighborhood. With Chef, you can enjoy authentic dishes from over 90 different countries, freshly prepared by your local neighbors and delivered right to your door. With over 1 million dishes served, your local cooks spend hours preparing your meals with care plus attention you won't find anywhere else. Explore a world of flavor today at Chef.com. That's Chef with an S dot com. What exactly are microplastics? They're small, man-made. They're less than five millimeters long and they're around you every day. Microplastics are toxic. They cunningly seep into water, the air, and the things we eat. By contaminating our food chain, they make their way to you. Through vegetables at the supermarket and yes, through fruit too. They're literally everywhere. That's the problem at hand. Every cigarette butt you see on the ground contains 15,000 strands. Learn more at undo.org. I don't know if you watch Bravo, if you're a fan, but one of the housewives is in a relationship with someone 
And I find this to be a red flag, but she says that they've so they've almost been dating for two years. They're getting married in the summer. And she says that they've never fought. That's a red flag. Yeah, that's a problem. You should be able to fight with your partner. And something like when I got me and Justin got in a fight once and I was just like, I was so upset about it because like early on, you're like, oh, we're fighting. Like, this is bad. I kind of had that mentality where it's like, oh, we don't fight. Like fighting is bad. Yeah. But it's I think something he said, it was like, if you don't fight, you're not pushing boundaries. You're not growing. So it's like healthy fighting or like having tiffs and then communicating about it in a good way mm-hmm. helps make your relationship stronger. It helps you grow. Yeah. And I just you have I to mean, fight. I've had friends like that, too, where they're like, oh, my God, we never fight. And I'm like, that's also not normal. Like, there's obviously a, a line like you shouldn't mm-hmm. be fighting every single day about crazy stuff like I that I understand. But it's the like we've almost been dating and they're getting married I'm like and you've never fought. Like that also when is just the- like crazy. That's nuts. And I'm not someone who is very confrontational. So like I try yeah. to avoid fighting, but it's like sometimes you just can't help it. No, you can't. I mean, and we're human. Like we we all see things differently. We're we all have our own triggers of what makes us mad. And so I feel like if you don't ever fight and you're getting married, it's like okay, when's the real version of you going to show up? Is it after? That's scary. We say I do, and I'm locked in. Is that when you're going to show your true colors? Because that's what you hear about often. It's like the minute that you're locked in, rings on the finger, it's like a bait and switch. And that oh God. is this is so scary. It's Is this podcast <laughs> turning into just like don't ever date? <laughs> like just stay be alone. single. Yeah. I mean, because honestly, like it's crazy out here. I, I like you haven't dated since 2019, girl. It, things have changed. Things have changed. I can't even imagine dating post pandemic. Like, I think the pandemic like really scarred me. Like even going to events recently, I'm just like, I kind of like try to stick to like whoever I bring as my plus one. I kind of like try to stick to myself, but then you're like, well, why am I here? I'm supposed to be like networking and doing all this stuff. And it's, I'm scarred. Like I'm, I still just, I'm like, who's got COVID here? Yeah. And so dating, I'm like, how do you go on a date and like comfortably casually make out with someone? (laughs) You can't, you don't. Like it's crazy. It's crazy because it's like, Also, it might just be because now, you know, the pandemic robbed me of like two years of my 20s. Yeah, I'm almost 30. Like this year, I'll be 30. And so like my my patience is so I have no patience. I'm like, do you have a job? Okay, like it's like that that TikTok of like them being like, do you live with anybody? Like I'm just like getting all the I'm getting all the information up front because I'm like, I'm not wasting my time on a date. I had a yeah. man. Squat you almost in interview my them though. I do. You're, I know. 100%. Which is reminding me of this show. You've probably seen him on TikTok. His name is Matthew Hussey. He's yes. like a dating coach from Australia. Yeah. So he had a reality show that came out and it was a while ago, but they just put it on Netflix. And one of the critiques he gave the women was, why are you interviewing them? This isn't know. engaging. Like, talk about what you love, like what you're passionate about, and then let them find, like, let you find out what they're passionate about and find, because, like, yeah, what I they mean, do I know it's matter. bad. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm so exhausted. And it's like, maybe then I like Dating's shouldn't be hard. dating. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I get on myself a lot about it. I'm like, what am I even doing here? I had a man squat in my apartment after a what? date. 
oh, it was horrible. He like wouldn't leave. And he like wouldn't get the hint that I wanted him to leave. And it was really bad. He stayed the oh, night. No. Oh, no. He stayed the night. And the next morning, I like I didn't sleep at all. Obviously, there's a strange man in my apartment. No, you're scared about getting killed. Yeah, of course. And which is another thing. <laughs> so I wake up and I'm like, I'm starting the day. I'm like, I'm putting dishes away. I'm being so loud. He wakes up. He's like just sitting there. I was like, are, are you calling an Uber to leave? Oh, my and God. And he was like, oh, yeah, I can. I'm like, I think you should. I think that that's what we should be doing. Then I, I had another man. The, I would have hit the fire alarm. I would have called the police. Oh, well, my God. Then I had a man tell me. OK, we went on one date. He was the dumbest man I've ever met in my life. Bless him. Oh, God. Bless him. <laughs> he was just so dumb. Not a thought between those eyes. Not a critical thinking skill. Nothing. <laughs> And he was a nice guy. Like, I just yeah. was like, I'm never seeing this person again. And so we were like texting after the date or whatever. And things were fine, like normal, like flirty, whatever. I was like bored. Like, of course, I'm just going to like flirt with this person. He was like, so last night, my ex and I talked. And, you know, I think we're going to give another shot. And I was like, OK, like, sounds good. Good luck with that. Like, I was cool. very much just like, great. Sounds good. Like, I, I do not care. <laughs> like two or three weeks later, I get a text message telling me that that was all a lie. What's the point? He was scared of his feelings for me. I was like, why do they do this? I'm like, why are you doing this? Like, I don't want any part of this. I was like, you're fucking weird. I was like, that's a really weird thing to do. Don't do that again. <sighs> no. Yeah. After one date and like you're going to mm-hmm. uh, c- concoct this elaborate story and scheme. Mm-hmm. What, what did he think he was going to accomplish? What was the point of any of it? Just make tell it make me, sense. Just t- just ghost me. Just leave me alone. And that was another thing. I mean, wow, I'm really airing all my problems out here. But I feel like I you're like, like a relationship coach. Like, have you ever watched Couples Therapy? I love that show. Oh my god, the third it's season so just good. came out. I know. I got a binge. I'm. She's my everything. And um, I had a guy one time. We like went out a couple times. I thought he was so cute. We had a great time. He texted me this like long text about how he like isn't in a good place mentally and he misses his ex-girlfriend and like the list went on and on and on about like why he couldn't see me anymore. It all it did was leave me just like having more questions. And I feel like if he just would have just never returned my text, I would have just that would have been fine fine. with me. I'd been like, okay. But since he like aired all this stuff out, I was like. Hmm. Okay. Now I have more. It just you can't win. I can't. No. Win. I'm fighting like for my it. life Ugh. out here. It's it's tough. It really is tough. I, I mean, I was single in LA for three and a half, four years before I, I met Justin. Probably tough. It is brutal. Like I can't imagine. The best dating scene was Minnesota. Absolutely love Minnesota. Really? Do I need to go yeah. there? I think you should. Because here it's bleak. It's Minnesota different. was. Amazing. LA is probably tough, but where I live is probably tough in a different way. It's like yeah. just there's literally no one. Whereas LA is just the personalities. Personalities. And like, I think everyone is trying so hard to succeed mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that. But I think then relationships get put on the back burner and you have a lot of people with like Peter Pan syndrome where they're, you know, 38 yeah. and still single. Yeah. And so it's like, that's fine if that's what you want to do with your life. But don't go on dates with me and like waste my time, waste my time. Yeah. And you get a lot of that out here. So it's, it's tough. And then every, I don't know. I feel like for me, I'm from the Midwest. I'm just like a normal person, normal girl. And so I think in LA too, I think everyone like 
at least from my experience, like some of the guys I would date, it was kind of like, let me bide my time with you until I can get the the model. And I'm just like, it's just, it's weird vibes out here. That's weird, weird vibes. vibes. And then you found Justin. I don't know how. Minnesota King. I know. Tinge, baby. Yeah. My friend is getting married this weekend. I'm in her wedding and she met her fiance on Hinge. And because she's I like, it's that. the best one. Do you think yeah. that's the best app, like a dating app? Or do you think Bumble or what's, I, are you biased? Because No. Well, from what I remember, I hear like they've all kind of changed and like you have to like have premium on a lot of them now. So it's kind of annoying. Yeah. But I feel like when I was doing it, I get the concept of Bumble, like, let's bring the power back in the women's court, like, make it more comfortable being, mm-hmm. like, you can approach versus being approached. But I felt like it was a lot of work. And I, I liked that hinge, like, someone could reach out to me as well. Yeah. Because, like, on Bumble, it's like, I'm just constantly shooting my shot. And, like, maybe it's not even going to get reciprocated. Whereas yeah. it was more reciprocal. So I did really like hinge. I have a hot take about Bumble. The people that I've ever dated briefly or you know longer term relationship that I've met on Bumble I felt that it set a precedent that like I was the one that was gonna like have to do everything like I'm the one initiating conversation I'm the one that's initiating like where we're going and I'm just like I don't want to do that like that's I don't find it attractive when men aren't planners like I like a man who plans I like a man with a plan yeah I and, do too. And men on Bumble are just so lazy. And I, listen, I get the idea. And I think when it first came out, it was like refreshing because all we had was Tinder, which was yes. hell on earth. I'm banned <laughs> from Tinder. <laughs> Unclear as to why. Oh would love, I would love a Tinder exec to let me know what I did. I want to know. Very, I'm so confused. I literally was on it for 20 minutes. I don't know what happened. It all of a sudden my account was what? like you're done. I don't know if I accidentally posted like a nude or like did something like that. Like I don't know what I did. I, I literally it blows my mind. The only so time funny. you hear of people getting banned is if they put like their Venmo in their bio. Not me. What the heck? I know it really was really mind blowing. I was like kind of drunk and I was out with my cousin and like I'm I don't know. I was at like this golf tournament and I was like, oh my God, the men here, golfers, like golfers, I'll clean yeah. up. Mm-hmm. I got banned. Damn. It was horrible. You yeah, missing so, out. I know. So with Bumble, <laughs> I was like, I think when it first came out, it was really exciting because it allowed us to not be like harassed. But then it also there's like the flip side where you're just like, oh, my God, like I'm working too fucking hard for this. Like, yeah, that's it's how exhausting. I, I got to that point, too, where I'm like, I'm literally spoon feeding you. I'm mm-hmm. I'm spoon feeding you. And like, I think the one date I did arranged to go with on Bumble, made plans to like go to this bar out here and text or like talking in the app. And it's like, okay, I'll meet you there at like 10, 15. I'm calling an Uber now. Like we're all set. And he goes, yep, all set. I get there. I'm waiting, waiting. I go and order myself a drink and I'm just sitting there. And I'm the shyest person. Like I'm an introvert, social anxiety, like going out and me going somewhere by myself, like the guts that that took for me. And I think 30 minutes go by and I'm like, hey, are you on your way? And he goes, oh, shit. Sorry. No, I got super high. I won't be coming. <gasps> and I'm like, what? what? I got ready and I took an Uber by myself and I'm sitting here. What? I was just blown away. I'm like, I've never. Jail. Been, yeah. 
I was like, this is actually crazy. Yeah. It's like, I'm spoon feeding you. Like I'm, I'm telling you when I'm telling you where I'm giving you like the easiest, like you don't have to do anything and you still no, just can't show do up. It. Yeah. Literally just show up and you still can't do it. So Bumble left a bad taste in my mouth. Cause I, I did feel like that. I'm like, I'm doing all the work. Where's the initiative on your part? Yeah. There's none, none. No, I feel like you have a good take on like relationships and all of that. Like, what do you think is something that like women should look for or because I mean you have a successful relationship in 2022 yeah you know what I'm saying like you're a unicorn (laughs) so it's like what is something like as a woman like I should take with me like when I go on dates like that like because you said like I shouldn't be interviewing them what's something else I need to take notes I don't even know how to replicate my success I think (laughs) It's, I feel like it is kind of a unicorn situation where it's just like, it just luck of the draw. It just happened. And I think, I think you have to go into each situation, which is super hard because we all do have like past traumatic situations and relationships or have been cheated on and have had shitty guys. But I think the biggest thing that I did with each person is like, try to go in to each date, each new relationship, like with a clean slate not let my past mess with my head and make me insecure or doubt or things like that. And so I really just from the bat was just like, I'm just going to try it. What, what, what do I have to lose? Cause Justin was not my type at all. Oh, really? Not at all. And so it took four dates for me to even realize they were dates. Like I thought he just wanted a friend because of how he phrased it in the initial hinge message. You thought he was like, Oh, right. Cause he was like, I just, Okay. Yeah. He was like, I just, I'm new to LA. I saw you're from Minnesota. I just want to make friends. And so for me, I had no idea what the fuck was happening. I'm just yeah. la-di-da, like, let's grab drinks. Oh, there's a Minnesota Vikings football game. Let's watch it together. So yeah, you definitely think you're just friends. Yeah. We're just friends. He's asking this you to watch a game. You're like, yeah. oh, we're buddies. Yeah. And yeah. so we finally went and saw the nun on like our third or fourth date. And he puts his hand on my leg in the movie. And I'm like, this is nope. You don't want to be friends. So I don't know. I think, I think maybe going into it and like, would you want to be friends with this person? Like if this guy wasn't interested in you or if this girl, this person, whoever wasn't interested in you, would you want to be friends with them? Yeah. Because those are relationships that you can then make last. Yeah. That's so important. Yeah. It's hard to be with someone for 10 years if you don't even like them. That's the thing. Like, I know so many people that are in relationships or they were where it was like they just didn't like each other anymore. Like Mm -hmm. they love each other, but they're like, yeah, I can't do this. Like we are not the same. Like, it's crazy. It's so crazy. But that's so that's so smart. I had a friend who is she's been dating her boyfriend now for like six years, five years, six years. Okay, And she had the same situation. She was like, I thought you just wanted to be my friend. And I go, why would you think that? And she goes, he called me like, dude. (laughs) <laughs> and like on our first date and she was like dude oh he just like I guess wants to be my friend <laughs> I was like that's hilarious because I would think the same yeah. I would totally think that I'd be like oh he definitely just wants to be my friend yeah exactly which I don't know I think yeah maybe that's the trick is like go into it and like pretend you're gonna be friends and it's like do you even like being around this person yeah because I used there to be go. like a little Fatiana. like if I was like going on a date I was like we're going things are happening and now I'm like, I'm too tired. Like, I'm just not, no. Like, we're going to get a drink, then I'm going to go home by myself. Mm-hmm. Unless you're that man who, like, somehow squ- ended up squatting in my apartment. That was 
<sighs> Truly nuts. That's terrifying, actually. Yeah, I was like, but- <laughs> please leave. Oh, my God. But there is, and I know, I know there's a lot of people that talk about this. It's like, when's the best time to have sex? Or like, yeah. when's the best time to hook up? Yeah, it's when you do date. it. Every single relationship that like has worked out, which obviously the ones before Justin didn't work out, like right. work out, work out. But I waited. I waited until like the two month mark. And then I finally was like, okay, I'll sleep with you now. Yeah. But everyone's so different. Like I had a, a one of my girlfriends, granted they just broke up recently, but she had sex with them on the first date and they were together for four years. So yeah. Chrissy Teigen and John Legend. Yeah. They had sex on the first date. And like, I think it's very situational, but I do agree yeah. with you. And as a person who's like very sex positive, I like hate to say that because I'm just like, I'm like, oh my God, like I feel weird being like, you know, you should wait. But I do think like the relationships, like a major relationship in my life, someone I dated for several years, like I waited mm-hmm. and it like kind of drove him a little crazy, but you can really like suss someone out. Yes. Because you're you like, if you if I'm really someone that you want to be with, like you will chill the fuck out. <laughs> like Yeah, like you're not entitled to me. And so no. I'm in the same boat as you. I'm very positive about sex. Like, of course, if you go on one date with this person and you want to have sex with them or hook up Just or whatever, do it. Yeah. Do it. But also but don't I feel think pressure. you that. And I also think you see a lot more of a person if you do make them wait and how mm-hmm. they react to waiting. Yeah. Because not all will be patient and kind. And you'll have people that think they are entitled to you and your body and run from those ones. Yeah. Especially because it's like, if you make them wait, it's like, then you start to see like, okay, are they just going to go around and like fuck other people mm-hmm. while they're waiting? Like, it's such a good judge of character. I think you can really get a good vibe or bad it weeds, vibe. Yeah. They weed themselves out on their yeah. own that way. Yeah. Like, Use your vibrator in the meantime. Yes. There's, there's I some love good that. Ones. That's yeah. so funny. What's next for you? Because I know you have this successful podcast. Like, are you, do you do live shows? We have started doing live shows. We had our first one back in, oh God, what was it? March 6th. And so it was just a virtual one because mm-hmm. I'm like, I still, I'm like, I'm not going to bring people out yet. Yeah. And now we're planning for a live, live one with a streaming option um, in August back in Minnesota. Oh my God, how fun. Yeah, so I'm really excited for that one. But I mean, I want to also like start a network. So I'm starting to bring on other podcasts and like help kind of create like a more creator-friendly kind of network. Uh, I think that was like the biggest thing when I started is like not really knowing where to turn. Yeah, or have- the podcast space is like very... Confused for as popular as podcasts are, I yeah. find it to be like still people are like it's confusing, like it's it's a whole other world. Seriously, and there's so much gatekeeping or just like I don't know. I look at some of the podcasting groups or networks that reach mm-hmm. down, like some of the contracts I would get, and I'm like, what? You want to take half my show? Like what? Right. And so it's really easy to get taken advantage of, and so. I just like want to keep growing a space that's more creator friendly. And um, I started a second channel called like THT unsupervised to kind of do like more behind the scenes stuff. Or just like if we go on a a weekend trip as a group, like here's what we did. So more of that traditional YouTube style content as well. 
Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. I get like inspired, you know? Because it's like just something different. I'm just like, you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, this is so crazy. Like that we are able to sit and just like chit chat. Yeah. It's so I fun. wake up every day. I'm like, what? Like, what is life? Like, how did this even happen? Yeah. Still no, I know. It blows my mind. I know. People ask her, like, how did you get started? I'm like, honestly, I don't know. And that's not me gatekeeping. That's genuinely being like, I was consistent. And I that is probably one of the most annoying pieces of advice that I get for people is but it's so true. It's like if you're consistent and you're putting out stuff that you like, mm-hmm. the reward will follow. You just like can't. I think people just expect things like so quickly and they don't yeah. realize all the hard work and everything that has gone before that. Definitely. So, And use your tools. I mean, TikTok is TikTok's crazy. TikTok. TikTok TikTok's crazy. crazy. I don't know how to work TikTok. I'm oh very into TikTok. Like I like I'm always on it, but I'm very like deep in this like very toxic relationship between these two TikTokers. I'm very so invested. Oh my god. I mean, I think there's so many easy apps now like Splice and um even like Adobe Premiere isn't that bad to learn. Adobe Premiere? Yeah, you could do oh, it. God. If I can do it, you can do it. You'd be good. I'm it's kind of a you mess over it. here. I like just learned how to use like Google Doc. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, it's we're learning. Oh, no. We're a work in progress over here. So before we sign off, like where can everyone follow you and listen to your podcast? Two hot takes on everything. TWO hot takes. Um, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram. And then my personal is just you search Morgan Absher and it's Morgzy Absher. But yeah, two hot takes on everything. I loved it. Well, this was so much fun. It was so good to talk to you. I hope you'll come back. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening this week. I hope you enjoyed this podcast with Morgan. It was so much fun. And of course, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And I will talk to you guys all on Instagram and Twitter. Bye. 15,000 strands. Learn more at undo.org.